Merry Christmas, everyone. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. And if wherever you're listening to the Frankie D Show right now, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, Podbean, iHeartRadio, wherever the hell you're listening, make sure you keep listening. Subscribe to me. If you if you're listening on Apple, leave me that five star review. And yeah. If you uh, want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right, sound good, people? So you got to do, remember, the Frankie D Show, and you should be able to find me. All right, sound good? Cool. Okie dokes. Well, we're at uh, the Christmas time now, so again, Merry Christmas, everyone. It feels like it was just like, I don't know, a day or two ago, I don't know, that it was Thanksgiving and I was like, man, now everyone's already in Christmas mode. People were in Christmas mode before Thanksgiving, I was saying. And now this coming weekend is uh, Christmas already. Time flies the hell by. One second. Sorry, something happened to my computer there. Oh, no. But anyway. But yeah, I mean, I've said this before. Christmas just does not feel the same to me anymore. I don't know if that's the same case with everyone. Like, I know part of it is probably just the fact that I'm older now. When you're younger, you just get more in the Christmas spirit, I I guess. But, like, as you get older, it's just like, I don't know. I think part of it also as you get older when you get more busy is you don't get to, like, when, well, actually, flipping through channels isn't even a thing anymore. But when you're younger, you get a little bit more time. You know, you finish your homework, everything, you watch TV after school and stuff. You flip through channels around Christmas time and everything was just, you know, Christmas movies. And I remember it was an ABC family. They had like the 30 days of Christmas, right? So it was just, you know, Christmas movie after Christmas movie. Every show had Christmas episodes. So like really put you in the spirit. Now, I mean, I know the streaming services have all that stuff. They have their own Christmas series. I got all the episodes. I got all the Christmas movies. But I I guess because I'm not just, like, flipping through channels as much anymore just because I'm busier now, I, you know, I just, I feel like I'm not getting as much in the spirit. And then there's the thing where, you know, like two weeks before Thanksgiving now, They start playing Christmas music on the radio. And, I mean, some of the stations just play non-stop Christmas music on the radio. And they started that two weeks before Thanksgiving. And that just gets me pissed off and out of the spirit. And I'm like, well, fuck this. I, I, no. That's just, like, I I don't need to hear all this now. Till Christmas time. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's not just me, though. I feel like there's a lot of... People, I, I think also, you know, obviously when you're younger, you are, very, and I mean, I think any kid till this day is excited, 
to open up presents on uh, Christmas. But, you know, as you get older, there's less stuff that you want, at least for me. And even for younger kids now, I feel like when I was younger, there was a lot more stuff that I wanted where, like, now kids have, like, tablets and stuff, and I feel like there's probably just less stuff they want. Like, even when I was younger, you know, you have the Game Boy and stuff. I would want games for Christmas. Now, if you have a tablet, you just download apps. Like, are handheld video games even a thing anymore? I had a few of them when I was younger. I had the Game Boy Advance, Game Boy SP, the Nintendo DS, the PlayStation Portable. I don't know why I said it fall out like that, the PSP. Uh, yeah, I had a few of those handhelds. And, you know, and then I had the game consoles. I haven't even played video games in many years now, but when I was younger, I liked them. So, you know, I'd want that. But if you have a tab, if, like, all these kids are growing up with, like, tablets and stuff, I you know, what are they going to ask for? Just the new tablet? They're not probably not going to get one of those every year. And even if they do, that's one present. You know? But then the rest of the time, they're just downloading apps. So it's not like you could buy them physical games for that to unwrap every year. Even, again, like commercials, like, what toys are they really selling? I never even see commercials for toys anymore. Again, I mean, most of the time, I either record stuff, watch stuff on streaming services. Even some streaming services, I'll have commercials. But, I, you know, I do skip through commercials a lot, so I, I guess in ways I wouldn't know, but, like, I feel even when I was younger, the adults knew what po- the popular toys were just because it seemed like everyone had them. I feel like I would know if there was like a super popular toy, even though I'm older. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, I feel like that's just a uh, another part of it. It's funny. I'm being like a bah humbug right now. It's like, where the hell is your Christmas spirit? It's like, I don't know. It's funny, too, when you watch, like, all the Christmas movies, I feel like everyone just pictures snow on Christmas, and I, I like, honestly don't want snow on Christmas. Either that means I got a shovel on Christmas, or we got to postpone the Christmas, like, dinner, seeing the family and stuff, like, or even if it's, like, just snow, and then, like, the next day I got a shovel, it's like, that would ruin it. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, snow on Christmas. It's like, well, why would you want... A white Christmas. I don't want to be dealing with that on Christmas. I don't know. It's funny, though, because for people in uh, other states, you know, warmer states and stuff, they probably ne- you guys probably never have to deal with a white Christmas, right? But then... I don't know, people like Vermont now or something. It's like they got upstate New York. They got to deal with a lot of freaking snow. And they're really probably not. Actually, though, maybe they don't care. Maybe they're just so used. You guys listening from those areas. Maybe we're just so used to uh, getting snow. It doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, that'll be shoveled, plowed sooner or later. Who gives a crap? Let's eat some turkey, whatever. But, yeah. I don't know. Last, like, really big Christmas gift I got many years ago at this point (laughs) uh, was a kayak. I guess, you know, I don't even use it that much, unfortunately. It's a pain to get on top of my car. 
But I would say that's probably one of my favorite and most memorable Christmas gifts. Big outdoorsman. But, unfortunately, like I said, I don't get to use it that much. Maybe this year I'll start using it more. What do you think? That'd be a good way to uh, pick up chicks. Hey, girls, look at me. I got a kayak. Think that'd be a good one? Probably not. I don't even know what to ask for for Christmas. It's kind of annoying when, like, I don't know, family members would be like, well, what do you want for Christmas? I'm, I don't know, money. It's like gift cards, like, and then they're like, yeah, no, that's, that's boring. It's like, well, I, I don't know. Why are you at, like, well, don't get pissed at my answer. I don't know what I want for Christmas. Like, what is wrong with a gift card and money? So, some people are happy about that. They're like, whoo, thank God. Don't got to go shopping for anything. Just get a quick card. Bam, boom, we're good. Other people take that as, like, you greedy motherfucker. It's like, you know what? Just don't get me anything then. I don't need anything. <laughs> Thing. I don't know. What do you guys think? Are you guys more of a money type, gift card type people for Christmas? Or do you guys like physically unwrapping stuff? I mean, don't get me wrong. Unwrapping stuff is always fun. The surprise, the you know, the element of surprise here. You're like, what am I getting? But when you just don't know what you want, it's good. And then, like, I don't know. When some people get you, like, clothes and stuff, they don't fit. You got to return them. That, then they'll look at you for being, like, selfish with that or something. It's like, wow, you don't want my presents? Like, come on. Like, it doesn't fit. I'm not going to wear it. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's my little rant there on a Christmas. It, se- it seemed pretty bah humbuggy, huh? But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch some Christmas movies this week, try to get in the spare for this last uh, week before Christmas hits. I feel like that's usually, that or Christmas music is usually what gets people in the spare. But I feel like when uh, the Christmas music is just way too overplayed, I just cannot get in the spirit. I'm not, I'm also not one of those people. I, I feel uh, this happens a lot now throughout the year. The TV channels thinks it's like a good idea to play Christmas episodes during the year. And I'm like, nope, that just takes me out. I do not want to watch Christmas episodes in freaking June or July. Like, nope. I guess some areas, though, they do Christmas in July also. Like, no. Don't need to have Christmas episodes in May, June, July, August, September. Like, you know, and then October. It's like we should be having Halloween stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, though, hope everyone has a Merry Christmas. (laughs) And for uh, all the Jewish people out there, Happy Hanukkah. The the day that I am actually uh, recording this podcast will be the first uh, day of Hanukkah. I know it always starts the uh, evening of the first uh, day. So, this evening, the 18th, I... I believe that is, uh, I will even double check right now to make sure it is the evening of the 18th. But, let's see. Hanukkah. Yep, December. uh, We'll begin the evening of Sunday, December 18th. I don't usually record these on Sundays, but 
So do all the Jewish people out there. Happy Hanukkah. Okay. I'm going to go on to uh, my first subject then. I think that's uh, all the Christmas uh, talk, uh, holiday talk I got in me. So the first real, real subject I got here for us is about a boy that got swallowed by a hippo. I don't know. I feel like it's not going too, too viral. But there there might be some of you that have heard this so far. Uh, so, yeah, apparently there was a two-year-old just, like, playing in his yard. I, got, I don't know, playing in some area. A hippo comes out, swallows the boy. Then he spits the boy back up, and the boy somehow ends up living. You know, I've been watching videos lately, coincidentally, of HIPAA. I don't know, like, why they've been showing up, but articles I've been reading, they've been showing hippos, and they've been feeding them pumpkins, whole pumpkins. They put the thing in the hippo's mouth, hippo bites down, and the pumpkin just smashes. All right, so if that's the case, how the hell did this kid not die? Did it just, like, put it in its mouth and spit it back out. Like the story I think said swallowed, but maybe just picked him up, didn't put too much force on him and then just dropped him. Like, I, I don't understand if these things could smash a whole pumpkin, how this kid would not have died. But uh, yeah, I mean, I got an article on it, but I mean, th- I mean I, that's like insane. I had to be, the scariest freaking thing that would happen. It, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I was, I, I think I even talked about this on here before. There was a, a person kayaking and I don't think it was a whale shark. What, what, maybe it's a humpback whale. I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, the uh, whale comes up and what I forget, was eating like krill or something, jumps up to eat. And uh, as he jumps up to eat, the mouth's open. He gets someone in their kayak in his mouth. That would have scared the shit out of me. You're just kayaking, la, 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 and boom, whale comes up, has you in its mouth. It's like, you just probably think you're going to die at that point. I wouldn't feel too comfortable being in a, uh, in a hippo's mouth either. I'm curious now. What kind of uh, whale... Was this? I could probably find this real fast. Whale eats kayaker. All right, let's see. Uh, whale nearly. Wait, I don't want to. Okay, you guys shouldn't be able to hear this. Um, let's see. Why is it not saying what kind of whale it is? That's stupid. I want to know what kind of whale this is. Okay, I think it is a humpback. I see something saying humpback here. Humpback whale almost swallows kayaker near California. Okay, I think it was a humpback whale. So, yeah, that'd be terrifying. I mean, they don't eat uh, people, humpbacks, like like they do eat krill. I, I, and from what I remember, too, I don't even think uh, they could actually swallow the human. I think, th- I think their throats are too small. So, the humpback whale is probably like, get the hell out of my mouth. You know, it was probably just like an accident where hippos could get very aggressive. So I would be way more scared to be in a hippo's mouth than the humpback whale. The the thing that's scary, though, about the humpback whale, especially if you're in a kayak, you have that uh, 
you might drown, you know, you're scared, you're underwater. So, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be in any of the uh, situations. So, let me see. I got the story here. Uh, Hippo swallows a two-year-old boy whole. So, this actually says swallow. How do they know it actually swallowed him? And it wasn't just in the mouth. Because, like I said, like, I don't know. I Would it not... Uh, it wouldn't, like, bite down all the way? Because, like I, I said, those pumpkins were getting smashed in those hippos' mouths. Uh, let's see. So, Hippo swallows a two-year-old boy whole, then spits him back out alive. Daily Mail article for anyone that wants to uh, read this on their own. So, let's see. A two-year-old boy was swallowed and spat out by a hippo while playing near his home in Uganda. Paul Ega was clenched in the mouth of the animal around 800 uh, yards away from the edge of Lake Edward. The hippo had grabbed the toddler from the head and swallowed half his body when a local man noticed and started throwing stones at the animal. The hippo seemed taken aback uh, by the attack and vomited up the child before trudging back to the water. Okay, so in the title of this article... It says, swallows a two-year-old boy whole. Now, in the article, it says, swallowed half of his body. Which, that one makes more sense. I guess the guy started throwing rocks at it. The hippo was like, alright, this guy's annoying me. I've only got him half in my mouth. Let's get this thing out of my mouth and just get back in the water or something. And, and even that's kind of surprising, because like I said, I, I've heard those things, uh, the hippos there, they get very aggressive. So I'm surprised it didn't just swallow the kid, and then attack the guy throwing rocks at him. Let's see. It took the bravery of one Crispa's Baganza, who was nearby to save the victim after he stoned the hippo. He stoned it. He threw some rocks at it. I thought stoned actually, uh, yeah, he actually killed it. But maybe not. I'm, I can't say that for sure. So it took the, uh, so uh, anyway, blah. To save the victim after he stoned the hippo and scarred it, or scared it, causing it to release the victim uh, from its mouth, police added. While Paul was injured and taken to a clinic for treatment, he miraculously survived. That is insane. It has been reported that the toddler was transferred to a hospital in Birwa, but was sent home after taking a rabies vaccine. I didn't, you know, I didn't really think that would, uh, I, n- I never even thought of a rabies vaccine for a hippo just because I don't have any hippos that are near me. You know, when someone gets attacked by like a raccoon or possum or something like that, yeah, those people get rabies vaccines. I've never actually heard, like, because we don't have hippos in the U.S., uh, at least as far as I'm aware of, uh, I've never heard of anyone getting rabies vaccines for hippo attacks. I guess also I would think if you got attacked by a hippo, most likely, I don't know. I I think they would just kill you, but again, could be wrong with that too. Maybe they just go for one bite and then they run away. Uh, Let's see. In a statement, Ugandan police said this was the first such of, uh, this is the first such kind of incident where a hippo strayed out of Lake Edward, and attacked a young child. Police told residents of Katwe Cabatoro Town Council 
which is located within Queen Elizabeth uh, National Park on the border between Uganda and the Democratic Republic of the Congo to remain vigilant around hippos. Okay. So that's the uh, whole article there. Let's see what some people had to say about this. Someone said, crikey. Another person said, that's going to be an amazing party story when he grows up. Very lucky lad. Yeah, I mean, like, if he's not ser- seriously hurt or anything, I mean, I, I guess that's somewhat cool. I still wouldn't want that to happen to me. I would not want the chance, would not want that happening to anyone. But, I mean, yeah, man, when he's always like, yeah, I was attacked by I was eaten by a hippo. Took him out, though. Let's see, uh, this person said, thank goodness. Another person said, like something from a cartoon, that little guy got a lucky escape. Yeah, I mean, it really is something like you'd see in like Tom and Jerry or something. Tom would finally get Jerry in his mouth, and then Jerry would just like walk up out of his body and out of his mouth. Let's see, uh, this person said, kids today. This person said, can't have, uh, can't have been a hungry hippo. Yep, kind of been too hungry. Hungry, hungry hippos. Uh, let's see. This person said, that's hilarious. I mean, I think it's probably hilarious to the kid or to the uh, parents, but uh, definitely a crazy situation. Let's see. A hippo is very big and heavy, but a zippo is a little lighter. That's true. It is lighter. Uh, I used to have a girlfriend who could do that. That's what another person said. Okay. So that's all the that's the whole article and all the uh, comments, pretty much. But yeah, it's freaking crazy. I'd be terrified to be around the hippos. I'd be terrified to be around at least uh, the African elephants, even the Asian elephants though too. But they say the Asian elephants are uh, nicer, from what I hear. Again, never been around them, but. Just what I hear, the uh, African elephants are a little more aggressive. Terrified to be around crocodiles. I mean, you know, any of these animals that could kill you and are aggressive rhinoceros. But I have seen videos of baby hippos. I've seen videos of baby rhinoceros, and they're really freaking cute. They, you know, I don't I saw baby hippo getting a shower. I saw a little rhinoceros playing with some dude. It's... I don't know. I I guess just like other animals, they get used to people, and, you know, they're friendly. If they're in the wild, they're not used to people, they're going to be more aggressive. I am curious what the, uh, what was, you know, why the hippo attacked this kid. If, like, they just are fine with eating people, he wanted to uh, eat the kid, or if he took the kid as a threat or something. Article didn't say why they thought the uh, hippo attacked, but... I am curious about that. Wonder what some people, you know, some some people, they live in areas with like hippos and crocodiles and stuff. Like, I would not even want to be near the water. I I remember even seeing some people that like fish, they go fishing in waters with the hippos and crocodiles. And they don't even really use boats. They use like rafts pretty much. I'm like... I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, fly fishermen or bass fishermen that use topwater lures. I feel like you would be that lure to a croc or a hippo if you're on a raft like that. 
you would just be on it doing your fishing thing. All of a sudden, bam, one of those guys would just come up and try to uh, attack you. But, yeah, I know I wouldn't be able to uh, fish in those <laughs> on one of those rafts. That would just uh, scare me too much. I'm not sure. I remember they, there was that show River Monsters back in the day. I think that, that show's gone now, but I think that might have been where I seen that. Guy's going out on one of these freaking rafts. I'm like, is it really that important to you to catch a fish when you might be getting attacked and killed by a hippo or a croc? Like, come on, dude. You can't go fishing in safer places. I mean, I guess, I, you know, that was the appeal to the show. But when you're that close to death, is the fish really that important to you? Also, did he ever actually catch those monsters he was going for? He would always be like, I'm going for this type of fish, that type of fish. I feel like he never even caught the kind of fish that he was looking for. Because, I don't know, I guess people describe them as like mythical type fish. Uh, fish. I really, I don't know. I never watched the show that much, but I don't remember him actually ever catching these mythical fish he was going for. Now, maybe some of them, if they weren't mythical and other people have caught in them, they just don't catch them as much. Maybe he caught some of those. But the ones where it's like, oh, yeah, we like never see him or something, I, I don't know. I don't remember him really ever catching them. Maybe he did some, but I, I don't think that was uh, the average case. And if that's the, if that is the case, how the hell did that show go for so long? You're watching a guy going fishing to not catch fi- the fish he's going for. I guess people are just curious to see if this guy's going to make it through. It's like, oh, is this guy going to get attacked by this animal or that animal? Who the hell knows? All right. With that, I'm going on to uh, the next subject I got here. And it's about an actor named Yahoo Serious. Now, did your parents name you that? So, less, you know, where'd you get that name from? I am... So, was Yahoo, the website, even invented? Uh, like, apparently there's an actor. He's from the 80s. Was Yahoo even invented in the 80s? Like, I, I, I can't see that's where he's getting his name from. Let's see. Uh, when... Was Yahoo created? No, 1994. So definitely didn't get it from there. I'm going to look up right now to see if it comes up real quick where he got his name from. Um, Get his name. This says, in 1980, a young Australian gentleman named Greg Peed decided his name didn't quite suit him. It was then he legally changed... Oh, he legally... This ain't just a stage name. He legally changed it. He did not like Greg Peed. It was then that he legally changed his name to Yahoo Serious. Seriously, he did. He worked as a... a tier tire fitter uh, to get himself through art college, but was kicked out before completion. Uh... For, I, I wish it would say, though, why he chose Yahoo Serious. Let's see. Nope, I don't see anything. Um. So anyway, this says uh, he is an Australian actor, director, and score composer. He His films include the comedy films Young Einstein from 1988, uh, Reckless Kelly from 1993, and Mr. Accident from... 2000. Uh, Serious writes, directs, 
produces, stars in, and composed the scores for his movies. And he is 69 years old. Oh, I thought he was a... I thought I read an article before saying 68. In fact, I think in the article I'm going to bring up, I think it says he's 68. Let's see, dude from Australia. So he was married to a woman named Lulu Sirius, or Lulu Pincus. Um, let's see. I guess she might have been an actress also. Let's see. Lulu Pincus is an Australian screenwriter, producer, stage, film, and television actress. She made appearances on numerous television crime and police dramas during the 1970s and early uh, 80s, including a nine-episode stint on Prisoner, as well as supporting roles in a number of feature films. She was also the wife of Yahoo Sirius and has been involved in producing all of his films, Young Einstein, Reckless Kelly, and Mr. O. Oh, so he was only in three movies. I thought those were just as popular. Why? It sounds like those were like his only three. Pincus is also an accomplished artist, having been featured in several art exhibitions. Gotcha. Says she was active from 75 to 83, and then again in 93, and again in 2000. It says Yahoo Sirius has been active in the industry from 88 to 2000. Um, yeah, so anyway, I bring this guy up because I'm reading through articles before he comes up. It says he was supposed to be like, I don't know, somewhat of a big deal in the 80s. They thought he was going to be some big comedy movie star, and then he just kind of went away. Didn't see from him anymore. I'm like, I've never even heard of this guy. Never seen these movies. Were they actually that popular? Why have I not heard of this dude? But, um... Yeah, apparently he's he's either 68 or 69, but either way, I I would have thought only like 60, 61. So, uh, let's see. Got this article here. Rarely seen Yahoo Sirius, the star of Aussie classic Young Einstein, hits the beach in Sydney after his fall from Hollywood stardom. <laughs> after his uh, fall from Hollywood stardom. I mean, it sounds like he hasn't been in anything since 2000 or, or whatever that last movie was. I mean, the way they're saying after his fall from stardom, like, it, this sounds like it would have been years ago. Like, no, it's like his fall from stardom was years ago. He's been a regular dude for years. I wonder what he does for a job now. I'm always curious what these people uh, do for, you know, jobs. I, I'm also curious with, like, let's say childhood actors we watched growing up. They were on, like, Nickelodeon. At least, you know, at least for me, like, Nickelodeon actors. And then you don't see them for years. It's like, And then they're finally in something again. It's like, well, what did you do from all that time from Nickelodeon till now? Because I feel the Hollywood, not Hollywood, I feel the uh, Nickelodeon actors and stuff, and maybe Disney and stuff. Well, I, I hear a bunch of bad stuff about Disney. I, like, I think if you're a childhood actor, Nickelodeon was probably the better one to work for. But I wouldn't know. It didn't work for either. Um... But anyway, like, uh, like, what the heck were these, uh, were they doing in between? It's like, they're always saying that they didn't make a ton of money. Apparently, like, the childhood actors, like, don't get residuals or something like that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they made, like, good money for a kid, obviously. I'm, like, extremely good money for, in fact, they probably made better money as a kid than most 
adults make in their regular nine to five jobs. But again, it usually only lasts for a few years of their life. And then they, you know, then they start, it's like they stop working for years until they can finally get something again. It's like, what were you doing though in all those years? Like, I, I wish these people, I don't know if they didn't do anything and they're embarrassed and they somehow were able to live years and years off that money that they made from their Nickelodeon show. And they're like, well, I don't want to say what I've been doing for years because it's just embarrassing that I've been a failure and can't get into anything. Did they get a nine to five job? Cause I, you know, or right, you know, just a regular job, whether office job, blue collar jet, you know, and that's nothing to be embarrassed about. That's just, you know, a reg, you know, they good for you. You went out and did something. I do think that a lot. Like, when I either see people on shows that I that I haven't uh, seen in a long time, I'm like, what are they doing now? Or when you haven't seen them in a long time and they're finally back, it's like, well, what were you doing all that time? You know? It's like, you know, no shame. You can't get acting work, but... Uh, I mean, we're all just curious. Part of being in the public eye, right? We just want to know what's what's going on. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> what happened to uh, this Yahoo, uh, Yahoo Serious guy? What has he been doing all these years? I doubt this article is going to say it, but we'll read through some of it. Uh, Yahoo Serious, the Australian former actor who was once tipped to be Hollywood's next big comedy star in the late 80s, only to fade into obscurity, has been pictured for the first time in years while visiting a local beach in Sydney on Thursday. I guess I gotta watch these movies now, or at least one of them. The 68-year-old, I can't, I thought he was 69. I mean, I can't, the article says 68, but again, it's a Daily Mail one, and they're wrong a lot, or Wikipedia, which people like to bash on Wikipedia, but I feel ages on there are usually correct, but I don't know. Guess we will uh, never really know. Unless he comes out with a statement saying, I am 68 or I am 69. Anyway, the 68-year-old known for his cult films, Young Einstein, 1988, and Reckless Kelly, 1993, looked unrecognizable compared to his days as a celebrated filmmaker as he went for a solitary stroll with his Jack Russell Terrier. Serious-born Greg Gomez peed. Oh, now we got a Gomez in the middle of that. Let's see, wore a gray t-shirt, navy cargo shorts, and sneakers, and carried a blue Kmart laundry tub, which he used to wash himself in the ocean. So, is he, like, poor now? Now he's using the ocean to take baths? Which, I would not feel cleaner if I were using the ocean to take baths. Would not feel clean at all. I would then want to, like, go somewhere else to clean off, because why would you want to bathe yourself in salt water? I don't know if that's what he was doing, but it just said he, uh, was using the Kmart laundry tub to wash himself in the ocean. So, you know, it sounds like he's using it to bathe himself, but I don't know. The low-key sighting comes from uh, comes about two years after he faced eviction from his Avalon Beach home for not paying rent. The latest in a string of setbacks uh, for the Ernst Weil filmmaker, who also went through a divorce and failed lawsuit once his career stalled. Ooh, not good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I always say, like, I hate this in terms of uh, podcasts. 
But again, he could, like maybe could do the YouTube thing. I'm I'm not as critical of that. Still a little bit, but not as critical. But like, dude, get on the internet. If like I, I don't know what your job is, but if like this is why you're not uh, doing well anymore, because you're just like, no, I'm an actor. I can't be doing these other jobs. If that's really where your mind's at, where you think you're above the other job, and again, I don't know. This guy, again, as far as I know, the article's not saying what his current job is, so maybe he is working his ass off in a regular job, but if he's not, and he's just like, no, I'm an entertainer. Like, dude, just get on the internet then. I hate to say it, make the podcast. Probably won't be super successful, but might give you something. Get on YouTube if that's what you gotta do. I'm sure, you know, People, in fact, YouTube would probably be the better one. There's an algorithm. People would be like, oh my God, this guy, I haven't seen him in forever. I'm sure at that point, any, you know, most of the bigger podcasts would be like, oh yeah, this guy, if he's actually as famous as this article is making him sound, he was in these uh, movies. Sure, other podcasts would let him be a guest on. Could promote his YouTube channel, whatever. Make some money. Sure, something could come out of it. Wouldn't be he might not be making millions, but just something. But again, who knows? Maybe uh, he just likes to uh, wash himself with a Kmart tub in the ocean, and he actually just like works in an office now, and he does fine. Beats the hell out of me. I don't know. Let's see. It's a far cry from the fame and admiration he earned in the late in the late nineteen eighty eight after starring in. Comedy hit Young Einstein, which he also directed, produced, and wrote. Man, Daily Mail really does suck. They do not reread what the fuck they write. It's a far cry from the fame and admiration he earned in the late 1988 after starring. Like, what the hell? Let's see. Um, At the time of its release, the movie was the second most successful Aussie film in the box office behind Crocodile Dundee, having grossed $33 million worldwide. It's saying that, uh, it's not saying that about Dundee, right? It's saying that about, uh, his movie that grossed 33 million worldwide, right? Young Einstein. I think that's what it's saying. It's success also landed serious, then 34 on the cover of Time and Mad magazines. As, as his popularity soared in the U.S., he hosted the Yahoo Serious show on MTV. All right, so he even had a show on TV. I'm not saying it was successful or anything, but... So there, there's got to be people that know who he is. Again, like, where he could be getting his ass on the internet. You know, I, I don't know. I'm hoping he's not doing too bad. I mean, he's got a dog here. I hope he has, like, money to take care of himself, take care of the dog and everything. Let's see, going down a little bit. Yeah, there he is with this tub washing himself. Um, this is a long ass article. I'm just going down. I'm guessing this is about him getting evicted. It says the tenants say that by March, their income was already affected. But the simple fact is that tribunal has no evidence of pre-pandemic income for the tenants that I, I don't know what that's about. Um, under amendments to the res- residential 
Tenancies Act at the time, enacted to protect people whose livelihoods had been affected by COVID. Tenants were able to apply to renegotiate rent and are covered under a moratorium on evictions. However, they were only eligible if they could prove their income had been reduced by 25% or more. Sirius applied to be allowed to stay in the property and begin paying rental arrears with a promise he would be able to catch up on payments. However, he was ordered to hand back the keys and pay a $192 per day occupation rate until then. When asked whether he had applied for rental assistance, Sirius told the hearing he had gone to Center, Centerlink and had and been advised to apply for the old age pension as he was about to turn 67. Gotcha. Yeah, that does kind of stink, especially for actors back then. Like, if they just couldn't make it in anything else, I don't know what his deal was, if he couldn't get any other roles or if he stopped trying. I I don't know. But that does kind of stink if he was trying. Just couldn't make it back in. Because then you were just kind of like, crap, what do I do now? It's like, used to doing this, I like doing this, don't want to do anything else. I made money doing this. You know, I I don't want to do anything else. And then it's now if that happens with people, with actors, they'd probably, they would just turn to the internet, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether they're doing Patreon. I mean, don't get me wrong. It definitely doesn't all kind of, uh, you know, go hand in hand. Like, it's not like, oh, just because I'm, a, you know, a successful actor, I'm going to have a great podcast. I mean, I've said many times, all these actors that have podcasts and radio shows, they suck. It doesn't mean they don't make some money off of it. I'm definitely not trying to say that. You know, you see a bunch of these famous actors and stuff, they make a podcast, and, you know, the first month or so, they're in that top 200 on Apple and stuff. Which means, you know, that means they had to get a pretty good amount of listens on it. Then if they get uh, most of them just, uh, you know, have yeah, a show where they just talk to another celebrity. Won't even say an interview, but they also put that on YouTube. Then they get a little more money from it and stuff. Uh, but yeah, back, you know, from the 80s, it's kind of like, yeah, if you couldn't get an acting job, that was it. Like, then you, I guess, you know. Well, it did say he was a producer also, right? I mean, I guess he could do that, but I guess if that wasn't working out either, then you're just kind of forced to go into uh, the regular work world. Got to either do an office job or I got a blue collar. Again, I wish the article would say, and maybe it did. I skipped a freak ton of it, but I don't think it did. I wish it would say what he's doing. I'm just curious. Let's see. I'm going to read what some of these people said in the comments here. This person said, looks amazing for 68. Yeah, I mean, the dude does, like I said, he doesn't look uh, like he's uh, close to 70. I wouldn't say he looks like he's like 40, though, but I could see early 60s, maybe even late 50s. Let's see. Yeah, this person said, yeah, I think he's very recognizable. Can't believe he's 68. Had a huge crush on him in his young Einstein days. Gotta say, he still is very handsome and has a great body, too. Damn, this person's thirsty, my God. If he wanted to be away from the spotlight, it's probably best to leave him be. 
But while saying that, I'm happy to see him. Did he well, Did he want to be away from it? It was saying he had a failed acting career. It doesn't sound like he just wanted to step away. Let's see. Those movies were hilarious, though. I never heard of the third one. Americans don't have a sense of humor. That's their problem. I mean... What, is he blaming it on Americans that his uh, acting career failed? That he wasn't more popular? I mean, does Australia make their own movies? Like, if you guys find them that funny, maybe you guys should put them in more stuff. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Still looks great. He still looks handsome. Leave him alone now. He looks fine and fit. Should be left alone. I mean, yes, I agree. I mean... Should be left alone. I didn't necessarily think the article was uh, bashing him. I mean, again, I didn't read most of the article, but it just kind of seemed like it was kind of an update on him. Let's see. Many, many years ago, one Friday night, I was sitting in a pub in Newcastle with one Greg Peed, who at the time had not long left his job at the local TV station NBN and where I was still working. This night was the start of a telethon NBN was airing and Greg asked if I was going back to work on it and if I could get him behind the scenes. Of course, I said later on during the broadcast, I see him on camera doing stuff with the other TV guests or with the other guests. Fast forward a few years and next time I see him is in the foyer of NBN TV. He was there to do an interview. He comes up to say hello and I make the mistake of calling him Greg. The name I knew him as. Well, he didn't like that his name then was Yahoo, so he turned his back on me and walked off. Last time I saw him. Damn. Let's see. This person said, Lulu Pincus was a floozy in Mad Max. This person said, So, did he sort out his rent debt, or did he get kicked out? This person says, He still looks good. And this person says, I do him. And someone replied to that comment saying, And any... Anything else we'll assume, probably. Yeah, I never heard of this guy. I was like, where the heck did he come from? But if he is having a uh, hard time, hope he could figure something out. And if he's not, if he chose to like not want to be an actor and stuff anymore working that, then sure, leave the guy alone. He's just a regular person now. I mean, if he hasn't been in a movie in that long, he's really just a regular person now. So, yeah. I'm going to have to uh, check some of his movies out now. I'm curious if he's actually as funny as uh, people are saying. I'm curious now. Alrighty. I'm going to go on to uh, my last subject here. Because it's not really a topic. I just kind of saw this. I was like, huh, I find this interesting. Because I, I grew up watching WWE. So I see this, uh, one of the uh, women wrestlers from there, women superstars. They, when I was growing up, they were called divas. Not not anymore. Although, in this case, I, I don't even know if this, uh, this chick would care about being called a diva. But uh, there's this woman wrestler, uh, Mandy Rose, uh, working for WWE. And I, the reason why I even just said I don't think she'd be cared about calling a diva is she seems to be one of the last few that still somewhat has the attitude of a diva. I guess, you know, she still tries to be sexy and stuff like that. 
you know, she doesn't care about posting uh, risque pictures. You know, she's always done that. So I see that she gets fired from WWE for, you know, posting some sexy pictures. I don't, and I mean, some of these articles are saying they were naked. Some are just saying they were close to being naked. I can't picture her actually posting a full naked picture, so I doubt it was that. Maybe a little more was showing than usual. I don't know. But apparently it was on a paid platform, though. It's not like she was just posting this on Instagram or something. Um, so yeah, WWE lets her go. And I'm like, well, that's kind of shitty of them. I mean, was she breaking any rules? And, I mean, I mean, maybe she was. I don't know. But I, I mean, I feel like a lot, not a lot. I feel like there are still some women wrestlers that still are posting these pictures. I mean, she's been posting them for years. And it wasn't even that long ago she posted one. Uh, she had two uh, championships, like one around her bottom half and one around her boobs. And, like, WWE was, like, promoting that picture. I mean, that's a pretty risky picture. I mean, she's, like, naked besides the two championships, right? I don't know. It seems like there's some hypocrisy in there. Then, apparently, they didn't even give her an ultimatum. Like, you either take these pictures down or you get fired. Apparently, they just fired her. It's like, did you just want her out? From what I heard, she was... I didn't... Wasn't watching... Her on TV, but from what I hear, she was doing well in it. There is another wrestling organization. I wouldn't doubt that they'll, you know, pick her up. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never watched uh, the show she is on. But from what I hear, she was uh, killing it. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people. The reason why I bring this up is I feel like there's a lot of people that I've talked to that, like me, they were like, oh, yeah, I don't watch it anymore, but I grew up watching it. And they were a fan of, like, the sexy woman wrestlers. They thought they were very entertaining. They, you know, guys liked looking at them. And uh, now, and I doubt she was even nearly as risque as what they used to be. Now women wrestlers are getting fired for this stuff when they, they, you know, used to be encouraged there because it's an entertainment company and clearly it gets attention. Let's see. I got an article here from boundingintocomics.com. It says, Pro wrestler Mandy Rose has been one of WWE's biggest standout acts in the last 18 months. However, she now finds herself without a job after scandalous lewd content from her personal paid site has come to light. Okay, if this is a personal paid site, I feel like there should be a little leeway with this. I'm not saying, like, maybe pot, like they could still say give her the ultimatum, but the fact that they didn't even give her the ultimatum, like, again, it's not like she, even if she did post it on Instagram, unless you, like, say, hey, you gotta take this off Instagram, but this has a paid, you know, personal site. Like, she's just trying to make some extra cash. I mean, like they say, if you got it, flaunt it. She's flaunting it, making some money from it. Let's see. Mandy Rose, real name, Amanda Rose Sacamano. I have no clue if I pronounced it right. Wrestled for WWE's NXT brand, where she was the reigning women's champion for 413 days. Wow, it's over a year. That sounds pretty freaking, uh, and it's well over a year. That sounds pretty freaking, uh, 
impressive and they're just going to do her like that? See, I've taken a look at this other company, AEW, another wrestling company. They're a little uh, edgier than WWE. WWE used to be edgy, but not no more. You know, Vince McMahon, uh, I guess he's not working there anymore. Even when he was, he he won PG a long time ago. AEW is a little uh, edgier, so I mean, I feel like if they do pick her up, she either's got to do two things: try to be like a like a tough uh, woman, or she's got to be even more risque. Like if she wants to stick with this kind of character, even be e- even more risque. I feel like she can't stay the same character. She's either got to change it completely, which I don't know if that always works out, or just kind of innovate on this character. Be like, oh yeah, WWE fired me for showing these and like just as she's about to show her boobs or like cut to commercial or something like that like be like whoa what are they showing us here um but again i mean if she's seen what this other company's doing being edgier she might not even have interest it's like i don't know some of her uh old co-workers have gone over but i mean i don't know if she wants to have the chance of being a thrown into tacks and barbed wire and stuff. I don't know. They're, they're really hurting each other over there. But it's pretty entertaining, I gotta be honest. Uh, let's see. The title reign came to an abrupt end this week on NXT 2.0. So is that different from regular NXT? She's on both? I don't know. I never watched. Uh, NXT. When she lost the NXT Women's title to Roxanne Perez in a match that stunned many viewers with the outcome. Things got crazier when less than 24 hours after Mandy's defeat, she was released from her WWE contract. Rose was reportedly fired from WWE after lewd content that she posted on her fan time page uh, was brought to the attention of WWE officials. The content that angered WWE officials was said to be pushing the lines of uh, past softcore porn. Oh, was it? I need a, What was she showing? I mean, she knows she's on a PG show. I can't imagine she would go uh, as far to be in the same realm as porn. I always thought that was weird when uh, people would try to compare the woman wrestlers in WWE to uh, porn. It's like, they're pretty freaking different. Uh, let's see. Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful Select originally reported, Fightful Select has learned that Mandy Rose has been released by WWE. He had a WWE officials felt they were put in a tough position based on the content she was posting on her fan time page. They felt it was outside of the parameters of her WWE deal. Um, let's see. I mean, I don't need to read, obviously, through this whole thing. I know not everyone here probably cares. I just was, uh, you know, wanted to talk about it because I was like, I feel like there's some hypocrisy here growing up. I mean, like, all, you know, all the women, you know, they were sexy. Yeah, and I liked showing those kind of pictures. I mean, I remember growing up, a lot of the, uh, uh, WWE divas, they were in Playboy. So, I, you know, it, it just seems weird. It's like, no even, hey, we gotta, like, just ask you to take these down or else we'll, or we'll have to let you go. 
from my understanding, they didn't do that. Let's see. I'm going to read some comments here. Uh, personally, it surprises me that the big bosses knew about it, but only reacted when it hit the net. That is, when it was paid and inaccessible to children. No one had a problem with it. Yeah, okay. So, again, there's... That's stupid. It's like, yeah, you could post it, but hey, if this gets out, you're done for. It's like, that. that's stupid. Uh, Someone posted... On that person's comment saying, more than likely the original complaint was another woman who was jealous that Mandy is more physically attractive than they were. Oh. Um, Let's see what other people are saying. Funny. Remember when WWE was okay with stars posting naked for Playboy? China or Sable? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, this person, though, commented on that person saying, Attitude Air slash Monday Night Wars was the last time WWE was any good. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a thing. There's a lot of people that think that was, like, the best time, not because they were just naked women. It was just the most exciting. No matter what you were seeing on there was exciting for people, whether it was the storyline, whether it was just a promo, whether it was the wrestling itself, like, and now something that could be... They, they could make a whole storyline about this. Instead, they fire her. They literally could say, yo, you, you got to take those pictures down if she really has to. But then afterwards, they should make a storyline out of this. They should, like, get her on camera and have someone, you know, have the... I guess Triple H is the boss now. Stephanie is the boss. And they should have her say, like, have one of them say to her, you got to take these down, you blah, 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 and make her feel all bad, try to make her feel all bad, and her say, no way, they're sexy. I don't know. <laughs> they're sexy. I'm keeping them up, and blah. I don't know. That's what people want to see, the entertainment. I don't know. I, I don't know where this company's going. Uh, This person commented on the... uh. Attitude Era, Monday Night Wars thing being the last time WWE was good. And they said they were made for real men and didn't care for offending some Karen. Now they're so deep in ESG and pleasing types that have zero testosterone. They even got shills to defend the babified, hypocritical mess, even in comments in places like here. Um, Let's see. This person commented on, like, the original one saying about the uh, Playboy stuff said, and they would actively promote them on Raw. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Let's go down. This person said, you know, if she was a trans woman, they'd say it was stunning and brave. That could be. This person said, no worries, she'll be posting straight-up adult content shortly, I'm sure. <laughs> and on someone... Uh, comments on that saying, fingers and forearms crossed. You know how we do. <laughs> um, let's see. This person said, her contract probably states that she cannot use her likeness with that kind of material, so she should have expected it. The fact she was making more money at it probably helps. Now she's free to take it as far as she wants. Wasn't Edge the rated R superstar, though? Uh, this person said, maybe WWE's just mad they didn't get a cut. That could be. Let's see, if she had just put up pictures of a good, wholesome, family-friendly bra and panties match, then I'm sure WWE would have been fine with it. 
Uh, and someone commented on that saying, those matches between Trish Stratus and Stacey Keebler are legendary. All right. I don't even need to read through any more of the, <laughs> the comments there. But, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I think that's stupid. It's like, it, you know, at least if it does go against something in her contract, say, hey, this goes against something in your contract. If you want to keep them up, we got to let you go and she could decide or... And like I said, I personally think they should make a storyline out of it after. But, probably won't. I know. What has happened? Well, thank you for the people that have made it through the end. I I mean, that is why I did put uh, that one for last. I was like, I don't know how many of you will have, uh, will care about Mandy Rose getting fired, but I do feel a lot of uh, people grew up watching WWE and explaining what I explained. So they're probably like, wait, yeah, what happened in this company? I watched it. It wasn't like that. Vince was getting these uh, women in Playboy. They'd promote it. But yeah, for um, those of you, though, that didn't care, made it to the end. Thanks for uh, my mic. One second, my mic's going out. But anyway, thank you for uh, sticking to the end. All right, that is uh, the end of the show then. Uh, thank you all for sticking around. And uh, again, Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays to everyone else. All right, and for everyone listening uh, to the Frankie D Show right now, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening, subscribe to me. Keep listening to the episodes on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Give me the five stars. If you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Alrighty, sound good, people? All right, again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I don't know, I don't think I will be back next week, actually. I am glad I was, I didn't even think I'd be able to go on today. I'm glad I was able to squeeze this in, but uh, I I think next week with the holidays, it might be... uh, too much of a time crunch, but I will see uh, what I could do. But if not, sorry. Maybe the week after. No, the week after is uh, New Year's, but we'll see. All right. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>